Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Blog Talk Radio. Thank you for tuning into the Christian Authors on Tour Blog Talk Radio Show. Sit back and enjoy inspirational interviews with Christian fiction and nonfiction authors from around the world who are on fire for God and committed to using writing as a ministry tool. Feel free to follow our show at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Christian Authors on Tour or like our Facebook page, the Christian Authors on Tour Blog Talk Radio Show. All right, all right, all right. This is Lynn Pender, one of your co-hosts with the Christian Authors on Tour Blog Talk Radio Show. And I just want to thank you and welcome you. This is Third Friday. Oh, my goodness. It's the third Friday of November. I can't believe it. But I'm so thankful that Mitzi Carasculo and Doc. Leroy McKenzie Jr. <laughs> are in the house. Congratulations, Dr. McKenzie, and hello, Mitzi. <laughs> well, you know, you know, I'm gonna laugh every time I hear that. Now we really gonna know everything about the Ravens and they're better than the Patriots. I'm gonna hear it all now. Now that he's a doctor. <laughs> Elevation, elevation, elevation. elevation. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. We're so proud of you, brother. We are so proud. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. That that it was a a surprise honor, and I'm just I'm humbled just by you know just by by being uh, considered, and then all of the other um, doctorates that we'll be receiving um, there. You know, us that will be receiving our doctorates uh, tomorrow at the ceremony. It's just you know it's just a, it's just been a great joy to be able to see that and everything like that. So thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, listen. <laughs> We are so excited to have um, everybody here, the teams all here. We have another wonderful, amazing Christian author who is doing some phenomenal writing and using writing as a tool for Christian ministry. And so we're going to jump right into it, but we have some housekeeping that we have to do. And um, I'm, I can't go without saying this, Mitzi, isn't it the month of November? Aren't you our November queen for our <laughs> CAOT 2021 calendar? Look, Dr. McKenzie, she thought we were going to let her go on that one, right? <laughs> <laughs> we remembered. <laughs> we remembered. 
remember this. Absolutely. You all are like, what are they talking about? Well, CAOT <laughs> has a calendar that we do almost every year, and we feature 12 authors for each month of the year. And this month of November, we're featuring Mitzi Carasculo. You can go to our website, www.ChristianAuthorsOnTour, purchase the calendar. It's a keepsake. You get to learn more about some amazing men and women of God who are also using writing as a tool for Christian ministry. So I had to share that, Mitzi. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. That is absolutely wonderful. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. You want to pick that up. Um, uh, pick that up because it's it is like like you said, Lynn, It's a it's a great keepsake um, to learn yeah. so much more about the Christian authors on tour, but then the authors that are part of this great um, this this great organization that you have going on here and everything like that. So yeah, yeah. Kudos to 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 Mitzi. <laughs> But Absolutely. <laughs> thank you, and thank gives, you. You're welcome. And it gives the Christian book lovers that mm-hmm. inside track when they get ready for our events. And we have one coming yeah. up, right? Absolutely. And for, for those that may not have known or they do know, um, this is 2021 is, when a, is our odd year. And in our odd year, we have our tour, which is, the, and this year's theme is Shining God's Light in a Dark World, the Christian Authors on Tour. And we've just had a phenomenal year of going going around throughout the country. We had a couple of stops. And our last stop, of course, is right here in our own backyard. We couldn't go anywhere else for the end of the year and to end the tour than right here in our own uh, city, great city of Baltimore for the uh, 2021 Christian Writers Literary Festival. And that's going to be held on December the 11th um, right here in Baltimore, 2021. Uh, it's going to be virtual. Uh, it's going to be streaming on YouTube uh, channel, so you can tune into the Christian Authors on Tour YouTube channel. You'll be able to see the great authors, and then just a great day. Check this this lineup that we have for all day. Um, the event will start at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, and there will be a panel uh, that will last for about 30, 35 minutes. Um, for each panel, and there'll be 20 minutes of discussion, and then they'll, you'll have the ability to be able to ask uh, questions that you might want to have for the authors um, about publishing, about writing, all of those good things. And then there'll be a break in between each of the uh, each of the panels to kind of give the opportunity to be able to switch out and to be able to give the next panel to be able to come in. But some of the the panels that we have um, are, are like on leadership, race, and culture helping Christians navigate through tough conversations, writing warriors, writing as a tool for Christian ministry, and, wow, women of wisdom, uh, also mighty men of faith. We have the married authors, Loving Life, Christ, and My Spouse, that sounds really interesting. That should be good. Uh, and then one of the other ones is Help. 
um, which is a panel um, that will have a panel of authors that will that have helped people to overcome or have overcome fear, anxiety, suicidal thoughts, depression, low self-esteem, insecurities, doubt, grief, and or other types of self-sabotaging behavior. So it's going to be a full-day, power-packed day of, of authors, books that you'll be able to get, well, they also will make these books will make great um, holiday Christmas gifts, so you can patronize these authors, get to know them a little a little bit in addition to supporting them by um, by buying their work. So that's what we got coming up, Lynn, on December the 11th, right? December the 11th um, via the YouTube Christian Authors on Tour uh, YouTube channel. So tune in. Absolutely, and folks will be able to register um, starting Monday the 22nd by going to our website, www.christianauthorsontour.com. And that brings us, Missy, we're ready for this awesome, dynamic, amazing, (laughs) phenomenal of God. (laughs) Yes, yes, we are. Oh, and her new book is so timely. As noted on her website, we welcome today Tracy L. Moore. She is a poet, author, and speaker who challenges readers to grow in their faith. Tracy is the author of several books, including Keeping Christ in Christmas, Thought-Provoking Ideas for Making Jesus the Center of Your Child's Christmas Holiday. Is a transformational speaker who desires to share biblically-based spiritual insights that help readers facilitate personal growth and transformation. Tracy's life purpose is to help others come to a deeper, more personal relationship with the Lord so that they can live a more abundant life. Welcome. Welcome, Sister Tracy. What a beautiful purpose that you have. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Missy, for having me on the show. It is a pleasure to be here with you all, Lynn and Dr. Leroy. It's a pleasure to be here. (laughs) I just love that this book is so right on time, Keeping Christ in Christmas. And the, the title says it all. So tell us about your book. Yes, Keeping Christ in Christmas was birthed out of a discussion. Thank you for tuning in. We Christian. had Bible study one night, and the members of the Bible study was asking, well, should we teach our children to believe in Santa Claus or not? So we had this rousing discussion, and at the end we came to our conclusion. And I went home and I thought about this thing, and then I woke up thinking about it, and then the Lord had me remember what I was going to do with my children. I don't have kids. But I had this plan that I was going to do with my kids at Christmas time to keep the focus on Jesus. And I just had just kind of forgotten about it. But God downloaded that to me that morning or helped me to remember it. And then that's what the birth of this book came from, the discussion that we had about should we teach our kids about Santa Claus and what, and I wanted to come up with an alternative that would keep Christ in the middle of Christmas because I'm so I'm really passionate about this because I believe the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords should not have to share the spotlight of his birthday with anybody because we Amen. ourselves we don't 
like to share. When it's your birthday, Missy and um, Angie, <laughs> you want to be the center. And when it's my birthday, you know it's my birthday. <laughs> That's right. I took the whole month of October to celebrate my birthday. <laughs> You know, but I have a brother that's six me. days away from me. I don't want to share no cake. I don't want that's right. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. So why should the king of kings have to share his birthday spotlight with anyone? So that's why I'm so passionate about this Amen. and why I wrote this book. And I really believe that it's so important for children to get a good foundation in Christ. Yeah. And I think the way we conduct our celebration at Christmas time can really pay, pay, play a big part in what happens later on. And just like the other day, I heard this, um, it was a statistic that said that when children grow up in a Christian home, 66% of them, when they leave the home and go to college, they abandon their faith. That's two-thirds. Mm. And that, that is disturbing. Mm. And I said this has got to be addressed because, it's just not a. It's just not good. So that's why I think this book is would be helpful in helping children and parents, parents to help their children to get a good foundation in Christ early on with the principles that I'm teaching and relaying in this book. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. That that's um. I think that's powerful because I think we have lost. The you know we've lost the the true meaning. So some people, as they all of us, they're those of us that true that do understand the true meaning. But um, society as a whole, I think, mm-hmm. has has lost that that meet a true meaning and the the true what it's supposed to be celebrating. You know, right? Um, and and it's, you know it's important that we that we do raise up our kids, you know, in the right way to understanding, you know, what the what you know, society has done, but then also, you know, here's the true meaning of it and what, what comes of it. So, uh, yeah, I definitely appreciate that. And that's not talked about a, a, a lot either, I don't think. Um, but I, I want to ask you, um, uh, Tracy, where, where where did you get your, your passion for writing beyond this one? Because this is not your first book. How did you get started in, in, in wanting to write and, and become an author, because I saw you're a poet, too, so you know you, you got a place in my heart because I'm a poet as well, too, so oh, I, I, I love that. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Well, thank you so much. But I, when I was in high school, I wrote this paper about the call of the wild, and my teacher, my English teacher, thought it was so good, and I'm not bragging, but she thought it, I didn't know anything. She thought it was so good that she read it to the class, and she said that I had a gift of writing. And that's when I found out that I had a gift of writing. But I kind of put it on the back burner and didn't really think about it until later when I started writing books, and then I remembered what she said to me. But um, I got a passion for writing because I always journal. I journal all the time. And a lot of times people feel like they don't know how to journal or how it's difficult for people to journal. And that's why one of the reasons why I wrote my first book is called Oasis for My Soul, Poems and Inspirational Writers for Spiritual and Personal Growth. I wanted to help people to know how to journal because I have journaling exercises in there. But um, I really love journaling, So, and God has given me a gift for writing. And then with my faith, I, I just want to see lost people saved. I want to see people have the best life possible. I know that's only through Christ, so I feel like I can make a difference. 
that's a part of my purpose to be able to use my gifts of poetry, writing, and speaking to impact the world and to expand the kingdom. So I'm excited that I can use my writing gift to hopefully impact people's lives and help them to be closer to the Lord. Amen. 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 Yes, yes. And so... You know, you're on this journey where you are seeing yourself as almost like a writing evangelist, and, and your 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 focus is sharp. You know, you're 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 consistent. You know, in what you're doing with your books, just in terms of, as you said, helping others come into that deeper and more personal relationship with the Lord. Can you talk a little bit about? Some of the responses, or um, some of the, the 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 comments or feedback that you've heard from readers, just about their ability to actually be able to do that, or 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 come into a better awareness of how to do that. Well, people have told me that my books has my books have impacted. Like just like I had this one lady who told me about Oasis for My Soul. She told me that my book changed her life in the sense that she didn't realize that she could hear from God, that she could, she didn't know how to journal. And because I, I always say when I start my journaling, if I have an issue that I'm dealing with, I'll write on the page, speak, Lord, your daughter is listening. Just like you remember with Samuel, um, he said, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. When God kept calling him, he didn't recognize it. So, and then I just write down what comes, and a lot of times God will show me things that, you know, issues that I'm dealing with. He'll give me revelation mm-hmm. about it. So when she decided that she would do journaling, she started to hear things from God that she had not heard before. She said that she had never journaled before, and it just really, the book really changed her life. So I, I just, it really blessed my soul for her to say that because that, I want to impact people's lives. So that was person, and even well, keeping Christ and Christmas. Um, one of my friends told me she gave it to her her goddaughter's mom, and now she's got her goddaughter on the path of believing that Jesus is bringing the gifts. And so when she asked, "Who's bringing your gifts?" God's bringing my gift. Jesus is bringing my gift. So that really blessed me. Five That's what I want. I want parents to be able to embrace this message that Christ has got to stay in the middle of Christmas, especially for children. And the other thing yeah. is that I believe that the reason why children abandon their faith when they get outside the home is because they don't have their own personal relationship with Christ, and we've got to help them to build it when they're young. And also they need to see their prayers answered. We need to show children that when they pray and believe God, that their prayers can be answered because a testimony can't be taken from you. Once you have a testimony, when you leave the home and you go out into the world, they can't take your testimony. And then the other thing I believe is that as parents model God properly, that helps to solidify that relationship that they need so that they can stay with the Lord once they leave the home. So the feedback I've been getting, I think it's been positive. Amen. 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 In, in in doing this with your marketing, how are you marketing your books? And kind of what is your target audience for marketing your books? My target audience is parents, grandparents. They have children that are of young age that 
believe in Santa Claus, they can be molded and shaped. That is my target audience. And as far as my marketing efforts, I am marketing through programs like this, marketing through my own social media outlets like Twitter and Facebook and um, YouTube. Also, just as I go about my business in church, I frequently, I always have books with me. So I've been marketing books. I tell people I sell books on Amazon, and I also sell them out of the trunk of my car. Marketing. Excellent. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I love that because it takes all of that <laughs> to be able to get your book out there. Trust and believe. Uh, trust and believe that. Now, uh, I'd like to ask you this: Where did you? How did you come up with the title, "Keeping Christ uh, in in Christmas"? And then, what does that title mean to you? Yes. Well, when I came up with the title, really, I worked for a Christian Broadcasting Network, and I was at work one day sitting at the lunch table, and my friend Pamela was eating with me, and I was telling her about the concept of my book. I hadn't yet written it, but I was just telling her about what my thoughts were about it. I said, I'm trying to come up with a title, and she says, well, why don't you call it Keeping Christ in Christmas? And that just resonated with me. I said, that that says it all. It just captures it all. And then I came up with a subtitle, Thought-Provoking Ideas for Making Jesus the Center of Your Child's Christmas Holiday. And there are other books out there called Keeping Christ in Christmas, but not with the same subtitle that I have. Mm-hmm. So I just thank God for Pamela who helped me, even though it was out there before. But it, Keeping Christ in Christmas means to me, that's just my, I'm passionate about that whole concept that Christ should have the preeminence during Christmas time and that he should not be moved out of the way. And that's the thing. I like Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is great because you only have to deal with the cooking and the fellowship, and that's it. But when you get to Christmas, when it's Jesus' birthday, you have to deal with all of these other things that are going on that are taking the focus off of him. And that that just really is difficult because he should not be there in the spotlight, as I said before. And I always like to use this analogy just, just if you think about your birthday and you're sitting at a table and you're having a party at your house and all of the people that you invited are singing happy birthday to you and the cake is fired up, and then you, you so happen to have left the door unlocked, some stranger comes in off of the street, and then they say, hey, it's my birthday too. And then they push you out of the chair and then say, carry on, and then everybody starts singing to that person and just ignoring you. You would be kind of aggravated, right? So that's why I yeah. say that's the way Jesus feels every year. I believe that's the way he feels every year. And I'm passionate about trying to turn the tide so that he will know that he has preeminence in the body of Christ. Because I know that the people who are outside of the body of Christ, they don't, they're not going to pay attention to what I'm saying. They don't, have, they don't care about Jesus. They don't care about him being first. But I want to speak to the body of Christ, Christian parents, Christian grandparents who have little children that can be molded and shaped as far as this um, Christmas gift distribution situation. I'm praying that God will just give me favor with parents, even all over the world, all over the world, because I did my research, and I know that people do um, believe in Santa Claus. Kids believe in Santa Claus all over the world. And I'm not here to bash Santa Claus, but I feel like this book can give an alternative that is really going to 
be a good alternative and keep Christ at the center. Very passionate about that. Amen, amen. And I love that your book focuses on the hearts and the minds and the spirits of our babies because we're living in a time right now where there's an attack on everybody, but particularly on the young people. And to be able to have a guide such as this for parents, for grandparents, for aunties and uncles, you know, for teachers, you know, to be able to use as a guide to help prep and prepare the hearts and the souls and the minds of our young people, you know, that's part of our armor, you know, as um, Christian educators, as, as believers to make sure that we're passing that knowledge, that understanding, that relationship, that um, that yearning down to, you know, our young ones. And so, you know, I'm really excited that you have a book that's doing that. Yes, well, thank you. Thank you for letting me share my views because I'm excited and I'm believing that God is going to use this book. And you know how they tell you to think big, think crazy big. I'm thinking crazy mm-hmm. big. God will use this book all over the world to revolutionize the traditions that we have right now. I don't know how long it's going to take or how I'm going to get there, but I just heard today that anything worthwhile doing is going to be an uphill battle. So mm-hmm. I feel like I'm going to do whatever I need to do. I'm not going to give up because I feel so passionate about this particular topic, and I think it, I think it's only right to give our Savior his first place in the lives of our children at Christmas time. Indeed. Amen. So do you want to give out your um, information where people can contact you at, if, whether they want to email you or go on your website, get all, all your contact information? Yes, my website is tracylmore.com. You can also find me on Twitter, tracylmore1, at tracylmore1. Facebook, you can put in my name, Tracy L. Moore or Tracy Moore. I have two pages. I have a personal page, and I also have an author page. And also you can find me on YouTube and put in Tracy L. Moore. I have a, a channel where I've been doing video blogs called More Motivation on Monday where I come – on on Mondays, and I have a poem and a little sermon that is only five minutes or so long. But topics that I discuss is just really what God has given me, areas that he's helping me to change and grow. And so I've been trying to just give that information, pass that information on to the body of Christ. Hopefully it, it will help someone else. So that's my new YouTube channel, Tracy L. Moore. And my email address is Tracy, T-R-A-C-E-Y, at TracyLmore.com. But you can go to the website and contact me as well. That is that is awesome. And I just have um, uh, one question for you, Tracy. What advice would you give to an aspiring author that's coming up and says, I have this story to tell, um, but, but I'm not sure how to go about telling it? What advice would you have for them? I would say... If the Lord put it in your heart, definitely seek the Lord. God will lead, guide, and direct you. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not to thine own understanding. Acknowledge him in all your ways. He will direct your path. 
And if you want to be an author, God will connect you with people who will help you to get to where he wants you to go. He already has it laid out because the word says that all of our days were written in his book before they ever came to be. So I would say let that dream, if God put that dream in your heart, continue to seek the Lord, stay close to him, and the Holy Spirit will guide you and give you the right connection so that you are able to bring that dream to fruition. And I tell you, and you all know this, birthing a book, a book, writing a book is like birthing a baby. So whatever obstacles, that's the other thing I would say, whatever obstacle, once you start, don't let the devil turn you. you got to outlast the devil. Don't let the devil turn you back because I, just like with this book, Keeping Christ in Christmas, I came up against so many obstacles, so many things that I had to try to get around until I finally pushed this book out. And I, like I said, it was like birthing a baby. And I believe it was because... Um, the devil doesn't want me to get this message out to parents and grandparents and people who will be able to help their children. So don't give up, no matter what you do, to you fulfill your dreams. I love it. I love it. Don't give up, no matter what. Continue to fulfill your dreams. Wow, that that in and of itself is you know such a profound message because you know with so much going on, you know. Many of us still dealing with the aftermaths of, you know, living in a COVID-19 world and, you know, um, everything that's coming with that. And um, so, you know, your message and your book, you know, as I mentioned earlier, specifically because it's focusing on the hearts and the minds and the souls of the young people, it's just so relevant. And so I want to thank you. I want to really thank you for um, your due diligence and your obedience to the call that God has on your life because I know that this book is a blessing even based on the testimony that you shared. So thank you for sharing it with our listening audience. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much for having me and giving me the opportunity to connect with you all and your audience. I appreciate it so much. To God be the glory. All right, all right, and Mitzi and Dr. McKenzie, thank you, too. <laughs> Absolutely, loving it, loving it, loving it. 44 days left in 2021. I know, yeah. I can't believe it. Oh, my God. Yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> and our listening yeah. audience, we want to thank you for tuning in. Thank you for always supporting Christian Authors on Tour. And we um, look forward to you tuning in with us on December 11th. That's our last tour stop. As as Leroy mentioned, um, the uh, Christian Writers Literary Festival. And you can get more information. Go to our website, www.christianauthorsontour.com. It is absolutely free to join us. And so until next time, God bless everybody. Have an amazing day. (laughs) Yep. Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye, Bye, Dr. Leroy.
Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. 